To those of you listening to us on the internet, to the men and women in our armed forces, wherever you may be, to our members and guests here at beautiful Savior Lutheran in Milwaukee, grace be to you and peace from God our Father, from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. The word of God upon which we base our message this morning is from the gospel that you heard today from Mark chapter 13. Recall just these words. Then people will see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great glory, as you see on the cover of your bulletin. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has come, who is coming to us today through word and sacrament, and who will come on the last day to take his chosen to be with him, my beloved. Two of my kids like to go camping. Uh, let's see, there's six in each family, so that's 12. One family is in Wisconsin, the other one is in Minnesota, so it's quite a chore to make all the arrangements that everybody arrives at Gooseberry Falls, Minnesota, for camping. It's kind of nice to get out in uh, nature, camping in a tent or RV or whatever, and um, enjoy the great outdoors, the fresh air, conversations around the campfire, sing songs together, a totally different environment from the routine back home. But when you camp, you also perhaps will experience some of those unpleasant uh, reminders that camping is only temporary. You only do it for a little while, and then you go home. In fact, after a little while, you want to go home. Step on a thorn with bare feet, a bee sting, one of my teachers, a former congregation, got stung up his nostril. He, uh, he had spent the whole camping trip holding ice-cold soda on his nose. And after a while, all your clothes smell like uh, wood smoke, and they haven't been washed for a week. And um, maybe there's sand in your sleeping bag, and uh, maybe even like my kids' experience, you have a storm that uh, blows over the tent and water is in, and you have to get into the car and go to the nearest motel. Sometimes uh, it's nice to get in the car and think about going home because some things there are just better. The words of St. Mark this morning are from Jesus' lips as a reminder to his disciples that life in this world is only temporary. It will all end. So live your life accordingly. Now the setting for all of this is Jesus with his disciples in Holy Week. Uh, only a couple days before, Jesus had arrived in Jerusalem triumphantly, seemingly, on the back of a donkey. Uh, Jerusalem, people uh, cheering him with hosannas. This was uh, Tuesday or Wednesday of Holy Week. And um, Jesus had already uh, overturned the uh, money changers in the temple. And now he's walking along uh, through the streets of Jerusalem with his disciples. And as they were strolling along, the disciples were looking at the temple, some of the other buildings, and uh, saying to themselves, look at all these wonderful, beautiful buildings, these quarried stones, 10 by 70, uh, polished and beautiful. And uh, maybe they're thinking in the back of their minds because they didn't recognize what Jesus' true ministry was all about, that, wow, would this make a great city for a palace and a throne? And that's when Jesus uh, turned to them and he said, you know, 
one of these days all these buildings are coming down. Not one stone will be uh, still on top of another. And I'm sure their jaws dropped. It was sort of like uh, being taking somebody from out of town on a tour around Milwaukee, showing them the Hone Bridge, you know, the Calatrava, uh, Miller Park, uh, the new uh, Pfizer Forum, and then saying, you know, one of these days all these buildings are going to be knocked down. Icons of architecture, and by the way, they will get knocked down. disciples were shocked and so they asked two questions when is this all going to happen and what will be the signs that are indicators that this is going to happen now if you take a, 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 a detailed look at this jesus never answered the first question when but he does sort of give a detailed answer to the second question what will the signs be because he gives four prophecies for us Two of those prophecies have already happened. The third one is happening, and the fourth one is still pending. Jesus told his disciples, before Jerusalem is uh, destroyed, things will not be pleasant at all. People will arrest you, they'll persecute you, they'll beat you, they'll put you in prison, they'll put you on trial, family members will hate you because of your Christian faith, you will be hated because of me, but I will always be with you, and all of, this ha- all of that happened. If you take a look at the book of Acts, uh, those disciples were put in prison. They were whipped. They were beaten. They were persecuted. They stood trial. All before the city of Jerusalem was destroyed. Prophecy made, prophecy fulfilled. Second prophecy, Jesus gave them uh, signs of the destruction of Jerusalem. He said, armies are going to camp around your city. When you see him coming, you better get out and run for the hills. And I'll tell you, it's not going to be good for pregnant women because they can't run fast enough. 37 years after Jesus prophesied these words, in the year 70, the Roman army came and destroyed all of Jerusalem, wiped out God's nation, punishment for rejecting his son. Prophecy made, prophecy fulfilled. Third prophecy, signs for you and me. We talked about the signs last week. Last week was a, a Sunday for the signs. This Sunday is the, is the Sunday for the last day. First of all, the signs, though. Signs for you and me that we're only camping here. Signs that are to serve to make us comfortably uncomfortable. You know, when you see that you're getting pretty comfortable... All you got to do is read the newspaper like I did this morning or turn on the TV or look at the Internet. A lot of uncomfortable stuff in there. Jesus says, false messiahs, wars, rumors of war, Iraq, Iran, uh, North Korea, earthquakes, famines, forest fires in California. Dreadful diseases, HIV, malaria, cancer, terrifying sights in the sun and moon, comets, eclipses, meteor showers, people speculating what meteor is going to crash into the earth and end our planet. And of course, we know that's falsehood because only Jesus will do that on the last day. But a lot of terrible things are signs of the end, not pleasant, but to remind us it's all going to end, to keep us comfortably 
uncomfortable. Two prophecies fulfilled. The disciples would suffer. And uh, there would be this destruction of Jerusalem. One prophecy currently happening, happening with us today, natural disasters, wars, rumors of war, sickness. Out of the four prophecies, you might say three down, one to go. The signs just before the end. Miraculous signs, Jesus says. Look, other scripture uh, references about the last day. No one knows, of course, when that day will come. The sun will turn dark. The moon will not give its light. The moon will become as red as blood. The stars will fall from the sky. The power of the universe will be shaken. Nations of earth will be deeply troubled and confused because of the roaring and the tossing of the sea. On that day, heaven will pass away with a roaring sound. Everything that makes up the universe will burn and be destroyed. The sky will vanish like smoke, frightening and noisy. And then the arrival of the Lord Jesus. No longer through the gates of Jerusalem, this time from the clouds. Just as he told the disciples to the angels, you know, why are you looking up in the sky? You know, that Jesus who, who went from you, he's going to come back in the very same way. And I'll tell you, on that day, we will probably be uncomfortably comfortable because we're going to see all this stuff happening too. The thing that's so wonderful for us is Scripture says, look up, for your redemption is drawing nigh. Stand there with confidence, because you are forgiven child of the Lord Jesus Christ. Be informed that all the unpleasantries are now gone forever. Mosquito bites, sprained ankles, Lyme's disease. Sort of like, you know, after the camping trip. It's nice to get in the car with the thought, pretty soon we're going to be home. But the last signs on the very last day will make us uncomfortably comfortable. When you see the universe collapsing, stand up. Know that your redemption is drawing nigh. Jesus is finally coming on that day to set you free. Free from all the frustrations of life. Free from aging. Free from prescriptions. Free from wheelchairs. Free from walkers. Free from an empty bank account. Free from family problems. Free from grief. Free from worrying about what the next day is going to bring. The day is coming. Jesus says it will happen. Don't you see the signs? The final day, the unbelievers will be terrified. The final days and the final day, the children of God will be ecstatic because Jesus is coming to take us home. No more discomforts, only the comforts of the new heaven and the new earth. No more mosquito bites, no more thorns in the feet, no more floods in the tent. The pristine great outdoors of the new heaven and the new earth, the new creation. It will happen just as Jesus promised. He always keeps his promise. Three down, one to go. 
So what should we do while we're waiting? Make sure that you don't become drunk, hungover, or worried about life. Then that day could suddenly catch you by surprise, like a trap that catches a bird. That day will surprise all people who live on earth. Be alert at all times. Pray so that you have the power to escape everything that is about to happen and to stand in front of the Son of Man. Before Judgment Day, comfortably uncomfortable. On Judgment Day, uncomfortably comfortable. But then the new heaven and the new new earth, comfortably comfortable for all eternity. And so we say on this day, we're ready, Lord. Please come quickly. We want to go home. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Please stand. The peace of God which passes all understanding shall keep your hearts and minds through faith in Christ Jesus. Amen. We confess our faith in the words of the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the holy Christian church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. We take this time to gather our tithes and our offerings and our connection cards.